Hello, this is your podcast. My name is Chad. My name is Wiz. This is the podcast for you with topics chosen by you. The only podcast that actually cares about your opinions. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your podcast underscore OG. Stream us wherever you get your podcast. Sit back and enjoy. What's up, everybody? It's Chad. It's Wiz. It's your podcast, episode three, back in the building. Not a lot's changed. We're recording a day earlier this week. That's because I have an event at work tomorrow night, and I'm, of course, on the East Coast. Wiz, you're on the West Coast. So the timing wouldn't have really worked. We needed to have it now, but we're here. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just popped the tire on the way home from work, but love that for here. you. We're alive. I love it for myself as well, you know. Um, nothing like riding on a spare on the freeway in the slow lane, but mm-hmm. we made it and uh, excited to talk to you people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big thanks to everyone last week. It was our first episode really using uh, fans as the driving force. So we appreciate that. We have a couple more fan suggestions this week that we're going to bring up and talk about. So we'll do that. And um, I have to tell you, with so we started our main camp today or our pardon me, our preseason, like our our, our camp. We, uh, yeah. we, uh, the hockey team I work for game start next Wednesday is our first official game. Mm. And, uh, it was funny because we're doing, you know, you see a lot of like NFL teams doing it during, uh, during preseason, but we're doing the ask a question, leave it by the camera and then just have the camera record while yeah. like people walk by and answer. And mm-hmm. so today we asked, we asked two things. One was, would you rather get in, it's the fight. Would you rather get in a fight with 50 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? (laughs) (laughs) So some great responses. So what was like, you know, obviously responses are going to vary. You guys have content there, but what was like the, what was, not necessarily the consensus, but what did most people say? Most people said the duck. Most people said. The horse-sized duck? One horse-sized duck. Yeah, I'm not touching that thing with a 10-foot pole. No, fuck no. Give me, give me the. 50 duck-sized horses because yeah you have one horse-sized duck and don't don't they don't ducks low-key have like really sharp like beaks or some yeah. shit on the inside well and yeah. ducks can fly ducks can fly yeah fuck that <laughs> I'll, I'll kick a little duck-sized horse like basically That's you're cool. saying you want to fight a pterodactyl is what you're exactly. saying if you want to fight exactly. a duck-sized horse or a horse-sized yeah. duck i mean like you know we tried that as a species it didn't work out so we had to kill the dinosaurs just get yep. conspiracy theory Yep. (laughs) But we asked that. And then we asked, I have to, I have to ask your opinion on this. We asked if you could only have one condiment for the rest of your life, what would it be? And for me, the answer is easy. If anyone knows me, it's ketchup. I love ketchup Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's versatile. You can have it on multiple things. You can have it sometimes for breakfast. You can have it for dinner. You you know, I love it. And also I just, I wouldn't, I would never have another French fry again. I don't think because it's it's ketchup. You need it. But but then you start thinking, you you say, well, no hot sauce, Mexican food, that's going to be tough. I w- that's what yeah. I was going to say. But I don't think, like, you know, you know, Mexican shot to tell my patos out there. If I don't think I'm choosing hot sauce as my condiment, I might go pesto. You might go pesto? What yeah, are you putting I'm, pesto on? I'm putting pesto on chicken, pasta. You know, I put pesto on an omelet before, straight up. Like, you know, pesto is just so such an elite sauce. What do you like? What do you got in it? You got garlic, you got a bunch of green shit, and it just tastes really good. So I'd rather have less condiments and only have pesto than be able to use more of a condiment and only have hot sauce. See, that's that wild. Sense. That's wild. Yeah. Pesto, like, pe- or pesto is good. 
but mm-hmm. I would I would never pick pesto for this. Hey, look, no, I, I hope the fans don't stop listening. I hope they don't turn it off after I say this. Right now, I just say tortilla chips with some pesto. Yeah, just said, pesto. It, just pesto. You just scooped it, it right in. in. I can and have gr- pesto. Yeah. With one of my favorite things to do when I was broke boy in college was Annie's mac and cheese with a little bit of pesto in it. Doesn't fire. pesto just make you feel like a little, like you just moved up like a socioeconomic tax bracket? Just a little bit. Just yeah, a little yeah. bit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes I like to feel bougie. Yeah. Even if I'm eating tortilla chips. So mm-hmm. I'm going pesto. Pesto. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that, that's, I don't even know if I can call that a condiment, to be honest. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you don't, there, that's you a question. Now, is it a condiment or a, or a well, because people like were, a, people were saying salt. And I'm like, salt is not a condiment. It's a seasoning. But, but they also, yeah. they, they made a valid point. They were saying that, when you go to a when you go to like a, a ball game, you have mm-hmm. salt or pardon me, you have salt and pepper right next to the ketchup, mustard, relish, and I was like, okay, so I guess in that very specific scenario, that is right. technically a con, whatever. Yeah, but it, it made for some pretty interesting things. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like it's kind of like how like when you go to a grocery store, they put like all the like Asian food next to like the Latin food, and they just you know the store just says like you know ethnic foods like technically they are all ethnic foods like technically salt is a flavor enhancer yeah but like is it a condiment i don't think so i don't think so either but the obvious ones that people said ranch you know mm. ranch is going to be there but uh yeah the everyone else is pretty straightforward although i do have to ask so i work for this team i do social media for this team there's a kid who asked me what a condiment was and i have it recorded this kid's 19 years old <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if I'm morally obligated to not release that, or mm. if I just, or if I, I don't know if I could trash a kid from his own team's Twitter. Basically, right. I don't think I can do that. No, but uh, you know, if he if he had you know if he had the gall to on recording, ask what a condiment is, you know, I'm thinking he has a good sense of humor. Yeah. So maybe if he does some funny stuff during the mm-hmm. year or something, or like makes a funny tweet, just reply to the tweet. Yeah, it was it was wild. This kid graduated high school, doesn't know what a condiment is. So, I mean, I mean, you know, uh, doesn't America have an education problem? We could have like a whole bunch of pockets. Now. <laughs> I think we alone. do now. Yeah, I think we think, do now. This kid doesn't know what a condiment is. I think this this is the hallmark of uh, of our education problem. We, we don't know what condiments are. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun though. The that aspect of the job is really fun. Just getting to be creative and yeah, because you exactly you get to like likes your creative prowess while also like you know letting the fans in a little bit onto like who the team is so that's yeah dope. exactly we had a mm-hmm. coach come out and uh the thing we had in the morning we just had a uh a sign that said flex and scream into the camera mm-hmm. and two or three kids understood the assignment everyone else just kind of was like ah and you're like no uh, <laughs> i think tomorrow i'm gonna do the same thing but right give me a battle cry or a battle yeah. scream or whatever yeah, do you remember um do you remember the Alaskan bullworm episode of SpongeBob? Yeah, I do. Do you remember, yeah. do you remember at the end when like the Alaskan bullworm like screams where it's like uh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Not, that's that's what I imagined when you when we, you described that. We don't we don't want that. We want the full metal jacket. The exactly. let me hear your war cry. <laughs> yeah, we want that. We want that. That's what we want. But it is funny because two or three kids on the team give us all the content. They're screaming, they're yelling, and they're just so much fun. And all the other guys are just kind of whatever. But exactly, I mean, they're they're all players. they're all nice. They're all young. They're figuring it out. Exactly. But it was a it was a lot of fun. But anyways, we're gonna talk this week. We have some fan questions as well. But we want to get into some of the stuff we were talking about 
And we want to get into quite possibly the most absurd story. We say that a lot. This is a, ESPN, this is a long time ago. ESPN basically put on a junior college game against IMG Academy and IMG. What was the final? 45 nothing. Yeah, they got smoked. They got smoked. Absolutely smoked. So Bishop Sycamore? That's it. Bishop Sycamore from Ohio, allegedly. But um, I read somewhere that, all right, so just for the, you know, the listeners out there don't exactly know what's going on. So ESPN, you know, pretty much the before the first week of college football starts, they love to play like the big high school games. Yeah, St. You know, John like, Bosco, Modern Day. Exactly. Yeah. The, the last the last Friday of August is like, you know, nationally known as like the first Friday night of like high school football, right? So um, ESPN always televises the biggest games across the country. And this year they decided to televise Bishop Sycamore from Ohio versus what do they play? St. Thomas Aquinas? No, they played um, IMG. Florida? IMG Academy from Bradenton, Florida, who and that's pretty much like a prep school that like just pumps out NFL players. Yeah, and they had bit, all all yeah. everyone on their roster had a scholarship offer from a power five school. Exactly. So like, you know, this is a factory. And then some, you know, nobody ever heard of Bishop Sycamore play. 58 so like, right, nothing. Pardon me. 58. 58 nothing IMG Academy beat Bishop Sycamore. But then it came out today that <laughs> ESPN got duped that Bishop Sycamore High School doesn't exist. Uh, you know, whoever this ragtag group of junior college football dropouts is, they were able to convince ESPN to put them on national television against one of the best high school prep football teams in the country, while also having a coach who is like has an active arrest warrant and actually like, you know, is on on the run from the cops. <laughs> and then like just a bunch of random, you know, like 19 to 20 year old men playing against high school kids. Yeah. And they it, got smoked. They got smoked. It's so I'm reading it now, but. It's an online only charter school. The website's about us section is blank, has no mention of education or athletics. There's no one in my favorite part. And this has happened to happen with Aaron Rodgers. The ESPN announcers on ESPN were trashing ESPN, which I really, yeah, Yeah. the, the announcers were going in. They were saying, how are they possibly playing this game? This is obviously not okay. And they had, they had guys going two ways against IMG. Could you imagine yeah. like the defensive lineman? You gotta you gotta go up against a five star who's committed to Michigan, and then on defense, you gotta stop a five star going to South Carolina. It's, what are we doing here? Exactly. You probably like just dropped out of like your local community college because you were like they asked you to gray shirt your first year, and you're probably working for like Amazon or UPS. You're like, oh yeah. fuck it, I'll join this little rag. I'll, I'll join this fake high school football team. I just want to play some football, and then you go out there and get smoked like that probably have a concussion like i can't even imagine like you know what's going through their head and also like you know just from your perspective do you think there should be like repercussions like who who deserves the blame here is it them for putting together is it espn for not researching it like who is to blame well it's it's a it's multiple multiple sides to this because obviously the school is to blame the school is the one who's fraudulent right but the reason we know about it is a 100 percent espn's fault Mm-hmm. So I don't know how it gets through that many levels to where it actually got on ESPN. <laughs> That's what blows my mind is, is it's, it, it reminds me of the Firefest and the Firefest documentary, all yeah. that good stuff, because they, at so many levels, bands were pulling out because they weren't sending pictures of the stage. And, you know, they were looking up these recruits. Apparently they said they had like eight top 50 recruits. And mm-hmm. they looked them up and none of them matched. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
at that point, you're not like, huh, let's see their website. No, we got to play. We got to play. It's not like IMG Academy could play anybody else. And here's my question is like, so who puts these games? Do you know who puts who puts these like first week games? Is it it's, ESPN? It's it's a it's a contractor. I was reading about it today. Oh, so okay. it's the P, I believe, and mm-hmm. that's who ESPN is blaming because you know ESPN, small independent company. It's not like they could check. But no, no way. Yeah, no way. they they don't have enough time. Yeah, it, it's not like they're the worldwide leader of sports or anything. <laughs> but it, I don't care. You know, it got broadcast mm-hmm. on your network. It's your fault. I don't exactly. care. I don't care if you trusted this company that's right 99% of the time. They weren't. They were wrong this time. And yeah. I just want to know, like, how did, you know, because, like, the coaches at IMG Academy, right, like, these guys, because, um, you know, more context for listeners, the way the players end up at IMG Academy, nobody just lives around the corner and, like, is in the IMG yeah, they get, Academy they district. Get recruited. They get recruited, right? So, like, how did these coaches at IMG not know or like not bring up the fact, you know, they would know, they know fucking every high school in the country. They know every like youth sports organization around the entire country. These aren't local kids. These come from everywhere. How do they, how do they not even think once to be like, I've never heard of Bishop Sycamore. I should probably bring this up. Yeah. No, it's uh, yeah. Again, if one person would have checked one time, it would have been over. Yeah. Cause they don't have tape. Right. So like that during that week of game planning, did they just not watch? They played tape? last year. They played last year. They had they games played last year. year. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. I, they played last year. So there's a whole bunch of conflicting reports. Uh-huh. They played a few. I saw one report that said they played two games in three days last year, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> and I heard reports that they played a full season. I heard a lot of reports, but yes, this looks bad. This looks bad Terrible. for ESPN. Yeah. And, I mean, ESPN's having a tough month. You got the whole Rachel Nichols, Maria Taylor saga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a I'm, lot of stuff going on. Yeah. That's so, but I mean, so just from your perspective, where does this rank amongst? Like when you first like scrolled across it on your phone, like where does it rank among funniest headlines you ever seen? Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, it was hilarious. It's, I lost my mind when I saw it. Yeah, I was like, there's it, no way. I was like, there's no shot. There's yeah. no way that ESPN let this happen. <laughs> but and then and then once I saw the game and I saw I'm like these guys have players going two ways against IMG. Yeah, they don't belong on the same field. Like, what are At we? All. What are we doing here? It was it absolutely was, insane. It was very funny. Um, and then Twitter, of course, was hilarious with it oh and just everything. Although the tweet that I didn't see that I should put out now, maybe we'll put it out from the podcast one, <laughs> saying that. They'll all graduate and go to the South Harmon Institute of Technology. Oh my god! <laughs> Great movie. I just saw that. I just saw it, so yeah. I, had to, I had to mention it. But Le- legendary uh, film. <laughs> legendary film. But yeah, it's, that's that's bad. It it ranks up there with if no one's seen Big Shot. It's a thirty for thirty. Someone bought the Islanders on Falk. Fake, ba- fake bank statements had no money and bought an NHL team and was the owner, the owner for six months or close yeah. to a year. Great. Reminds me of that. Reminds me of Danny Almonte where there was like a 16 year old playing little league. <laughs> reminds, me, <laughs> reminds me of all that, but nevertheless, long live. If I'm telling you, if Bishop Sycamore had some merch, I would buy it a hundred percent. I imagine oh. like they probably had, you know, if they really w- went into it, probably could have had some dope merch, you know, sycamore trees look pretty cool on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But it is, like, it is a bummer like because it is a bummer because I love those games. Those high oh, school yeah. games are fun. Oh yeah. Cause like the coaches, like 
no sane there there isn't a, a sane high school football coach in the country that appears. Oh, they're all nuts. Week one. They're all absolutely insane. You see Trent Dilfer? Speaking yeah, Trent Dilfer. Oh man, that's a great segue. First but, of all, I didn't think that was that bad. No, but yeah. um, yeah. Again, more context. Listen, so Trent Dilfer, um, former NFL quarterback, he's like the leader, pretty much, of like the entire Santa Cruz, California native. Santa Cruz, California native, Fresno State alone. I don't know where he went to, to Fresno college. State. I want to look it up. Fresno State. Yeah, look United. it up. But, um, so he's like pretty much turned like high school football quarterback into like like a religion and like a business. So um, during this, he's like recently become like a a football the head football coach like a random school in Tennessee, and they were on national television. And he literally like, I mean, he, it wasn't that bad. Like anybody who's played sports is gonna realize like, it's not. It wasn't that big of a freak out. But he was all up in this kid's grill, just like giving it to him. Just ah. And the and kid threw I'll, his helmet, and the kid, the kid was threw obvious. his helmet. Yeah, and it was on national television, so it looked really bad. Yeah, especially like you know a guy who like has his own ESPN special every year for like coaching high school kids. So it, it was a bad look for Trent Dilfer, but you know I think the overreaction a little overblown. Like oh, 100 percent. He went to Fresno yeah. State, by the way. Good call. He did go to Fresno yeah. State. All right, cool. But. All right. They pumped out a lot of quarterbacks, both cars and hit. They pumped out some quarterbacks down there. Yeah. Oh man, who was the who was the coach there for a long time? He was He's really still good there. At he, he left a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I know him. Bug. I could picture yeah. him. I can't think of his name, but the Trent Dilfer thing. So I coached high school this year. I coached high school mm-hmm. baseball. You can't do anything to kids, and I'm not saying that's that's a bad statement, but you can't discipline. You can't. There's there is a fine line. You know, you shouldn't in my opinion, ever put your hands on a kid. I don't think that's the line. That's the line. But the thing is, but the thing is, is what Trent Dilfer did to that kid, which was just basically, basically blocked him into the bench. He just grabbed his chest, chest plate and pushed him over. Yeah. He did that in celebration. No one says a thing. Exactly. So the problem isn't the hands on the kid, because if he's doing well, it's fine. The problem is discipline. Yeah. And I'm not saying, and again, you should never, I don't think you should ever have to touch a player. You don't, but I don't like that. Everyone just automatically assumes that this kid, that Trent Dilfer is wrong. I don't like that exactly. because it, there's things that made me better as a player and made me better as a person that I would not be able to experience if I played today. And granted exactly. getting screamed at by a coach on TV is not one of them, but there are things, you know, having to run when you did something wrong, having to get reamed by a coach in front of your team. No one wants that, but it makes you better. And, exactly. you know, that kid too, I'm not saying anyone deserves it. He throws his helmet. He's yelling. It, I mean, you can't let that happen. So no, you got, you got to set a tone for the program. And also, you know, I feel like what, you know, we're always on the other side of the camera, right? We're always seeing it. When you're on, you know, the one being filmed, you don't know you're being filmed in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he wasn't doing this to embarrass the kid on national television. He's trying to just, you know, the kid was acting like a lunatic and he was trying to straighten him up. And, you know, he, he you know, took a very um, strong approach towards it. I don't think it was over the line at all. But, like, everybody, like, losing their mind and say that he embarrassed him on national television. He didn't, like, it's a, it's a broadcast. Like, they have, like... 50 fucking cameras. Nobody knows where these cameras are pointed at. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, so, and, and that kid yeah. embarrassed the team more. Exactly. You know, Trent Dilfer didn't walk into that day saying, I want to run a kid down the sideline. That's not what he wants to do. 
Exactly. We all get to sit on our 50 foot thrones from our phones and like get the cast judgment. But Trent Dilbert's the one who has to deal with this kid again. You know, he's, I don't think I don't think anybody's going to opt into having an awkward relationship with one of their players. You know, yeah. he did what he had to do in that moment because like he knew what the kid needed, you know, mm-hmm. from a coaching standpoint. For sure. He didn't cross the line at all. And if you disagree with that, um, you know, we can have a firm disagreement on it. But like, like you said, like, you know, I hate to be like the the old man get off my lawn but like you know these kids like they need like discipline art coaching and all that kind of stuff because like you know that's how you like grow and develop social skills and like, accountability so yeah. and i always said i learned way more on a sports field than i ever did in a classroom Absolutely. not not knowledge but just life sense and how to be a part of something and mm-hmm. i don't think that would have happened the same if i grew up today i just don't but no, it, it doesn't Anyways, shifting real quick. Did you see Philip Rivers won forty nine nothing in his, uh, oh, yeah. his his coach opener? Philip Rivers, Legendary. love Philip, love Philip Rivers. Great, oh guy. yeah, great. Guy. I mean, he could literally have like an entire football team with just his children. Yeah, so, you know, I'm not surprised <laughs> that his first game he came out just on was, fire. He's been orchestrated in the home environment for years. Listening to the Pat McAfee show, great show mm-hmm. if you want if you want NFL coverage, and they were talking about him coaching about Philip Rivers coaching. And they said, is one of his kids on the team? And one of the guys on the show goes, I mean, probably like, <laughs> you know, there's, there's a pretty good chance. <laughs> I started cracking up. So Philip Rivers has what? 11 kids. I think 10, I think it's, nine. I think it's, I think it's 10 or 11 kids. Yeah. It's that's insane. Yeah. Nuts. But so my, so my question for that is like, whenever you go somewhere, do you got to like choose which ones they come, you know, cause they can't all fit in one car unless you are committed to driving a sprinter van around. Unless he could just have a van. That that would be an investment yeah. if you were that old, if you had that many kids. Yeah, imagine like you know, you go to the grocery store, like, all right, guys, fucking load up the school bus. Like, you yeah, know, like, you guys can't. We're going to the movies. We're going to the movies. Get the RV. We're going in the movies. Hop in the back of the truck. Yeah. <laughs> Lay down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so. NFL preseason wrapped up too. I guess we should say two second half of the show. We're going to draft. We're going to draft. Obviously the show's two parts. First is topical fan questions. Second, we're going to draft this week. We're drafting Super Bowl snacks, what you're going to bring to your Super Bowl party. And then one thing that you wouldn't want to bring to your Super Bowl party. Those are the things that you're bringing. Anyways, let's go on ahead. We want to talk a little bit of football and we want to talk about the Niners. Of course, I'm a Niners fan living in Connecticut Wiz, you're not a Niners fan and you live in San Francisco and Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's trying something that I think everyone should try. He's going to go with a two quarterback system, although Trey Lance is hurt now. So he might, he he might miss the, he has like a chip in his finger or something. I don't know what that means, but he's going to miss the first week. I think Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't, they're going to try two quarterback system. I think it's genius. Because the personnel when you have Trey Lance on the field is going to be so starkly different from the personnel when you have Jimmy G on the field. Mm. And the way the Niners are set up with Dwelly and Kittle, both at tight end, who can both catch, who can both run, who can both block, it's going to be real hard to stop Trey Lance. Because the way it's set up, you can have two wide, two receivers and a running back and you can do anything out of that set because you basically have four wide receivers on the field. So that'll be a lot of fun to see. I personally like it. Um, I personally like Kyle Shanahan too, which yeah. I know you said last week you didn't, but yeah, you know, I'm not going to get into my Kyle Shanahan. You know, I, I, I troll my roommate cause he's a big Kyle Shanahan guy. So like, 
I'm not a fan of Kyle, but like you know, I just I be I be going I make it hyperbolic, just like make fun of my roommate. But um, in terms of like his actual like the you know the merits of the two quarterback system, we saw it work in fucking in, in uh, New Orleans last year with Drew Brees, uh, Taysom Hill. They even ran three quarterbacks in some games with Jameis. Wasn't that um against the Bears? That yeah, they did. They did played. Yeah. So like I mean, it has a lot of merit to it, and like you know, objectively, the two quarterbacks that Kyle has are definitely better than the two quarterbacks that Sean Payton was rolling out there, Taysom and Drew. Like you know, Jimmy's better than Jimmy now is better than Drew was last year. Obviously, not yeah. all time. Drew's a Hall of Famer, but like, and then Trey Lance now was a way better passer than Taysom Hill was, and he's way more athletic. So you know, if he can execute this right, I mean, you know, he's probably gonna you know start having podcast name after again about how he's like you know a genius of offensive football but like you said i do see the merit in it especially if you're unsure and you want to like kind of you know give yourself the best chance to win while also like you know throwing the defense off and getting trey lance's feet wet i see i see his vision so if it works um they're gonna be hard to beat yeah well there's there's really one position on the field or one position group on the field that doesn't change other than quarterbacks. It's offensive line. Offensive line doesn't really change. You don't shuffle guys in there, but you have more than four defensive linemen, more than three linebackers and more than four DBs. You have more than four wide receivers. You have three or four tight ends. You usually have a stable or running backs. So I don't understand why all of a sudden, and I do, I'm not naive. I get that the quarterback's the center of all of it, but if you have multiple guys, you should use multiple guys. You're basically running two offenses out there. How the fuck's the team supposed to prepare for that? Exactly. And then like, you know, like now in modern football, we acknowledge how normal it is to have rotations at each position. But like back in the day, like, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel like every few years, like it becomes more popular to rotate different positions. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right now, like you don't really rotate linebackers that much, right? Like, you Mm -hmm. don't, like it happens sometimes, obviously. Well, it just happens with like nickel and when you have to bring in different packages, people come in. Exactly. But no, like right. I remember growing up in the NFC West, Sean Alexander, Steven Jackson. Exactly. The these guys would just get, you would just get killed by them. And mm-hmm. that is now a thing of the past. There's really no complete workhorse backs left in the league. Exactly. So like the idea that like, you, you know, right now it seems foreign and odd to like rotate quarterbacks. But I mean, a few years ago, it would be, it would seem fucking stupid. Like you said, to pull Sean Alexander out of the game. Mm-hmm. When he's like an NFL MVP, like, why would you do that? But now it's like, seems fucking stupid to leave your best. Sean Alexander won an MVP. Downs. I'm pretty sure he won an MVP. Did he? That's I'm crazy. Sure. I mean, I do remember yeah. him torching the Niners constantly. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. But no, I, I agree. It also has worked in college before. San Jose State did it last year. Mm-hmm. It, it works. And it also, it gives a place for people like Taysom Hill, people like Tim Tebow, people like that to play. Yeah. And, you know, on the flip side of that, it also, it, it gives it, it'll save quarterbacks. Andrew Luck gets his time split. Maybe he's still in the league. If he doesn't mm-hmm. take as many hits as he does, maybe he's still in the league. It's, I, I love it, but I also like Kyle Shanahan and I like that he isn't, he tries to think outside the box sometimes to his detriment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it hurts him, but I think in this particular case, it's going to help him. Yeah, absolutely. Also, uh, just for the record, Sean Alexander won MVP in 2005. There we go. Okay. There you go. Oh, so, yeah. He uh, was on Madden. He was on the Madden yeah, cover. Cover yeah. Madden. That's like the only reason I remember that. Yeah. That was the first Madden I had. But, um, yeah, so we'll see how it works. I'm very interested to see, like, you know, because I wonder if he's 
like I'm interested to see his reasoning. Obviously, he'll never give it to us. Kyle Shanahan a bit of a little crabby when it comes to the media. But like I want to know like what was the inception for this idea, right? I wonder if it was because like he was looking at the division and being like, you know, we got some tough defenses. Like you know, we got to have some, we got to bring something new to the table because you know, obviously the Niners are all in to win now. You know, they're not mm-hmm. trying to like they're trying to they're trying you know do two things at once: develop a new a rookie quarterback, but also like you know a lot of people are picking them to like win the NFC. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I wonder if he did it in response to that, like, all right, yeah, I got to come with some, with some new spice for this, uh, for this season. I think it's that. I think it's also they gave up a lot to get Lance. It did, yeah. So to give him, give up as much as you gave up and not even play him, that'd be mm-hmm. kind of a tough sell. True. But they also, I think they just re-upped him for a long time. I think they have five or six years left, him and oh, yeah. John Kyle, Lynch. Kyle's not, Kyle's not going anywhere. Same Which, yeah, I'm, after the days of, uh, I can't even remember the dude's name. I can picture him, that defensive line coach, Tom Sula. After oh. the days of Tom Sula, I'll take him. Yeah, but... uh, one, one of my good friends, he's Italian, and he doesn't like Jim Tom Sula for his coaching abilities at all, but he says, he just reminds me of my uncle, and I respect that. I respect Jim that. Tom Sula was a funny-looking uncle coach. Yeah. You know, he just felt like, you know, he was going to come come to the barbecue with those brown leather sandals on. Yeah, he was, and, <laughs> you know, he took us to a Super Bowl. And yeah, he did. he's been to two Super Bowls and I don't know how long he's coached. He lost both of them in pretty incredible fashion, but mm. he's been to two. So I'll, I'll take it. I'll take him. I'll take Trey Lance. I'll take Jimmy G. I'll take everybody. I like the Niners. I like where they're at. Jamichael Hasty scored twice last night. He's mm. like the third running back in our rotation. So here's, so. here's my question. So, uh, you know, uh, for the listeners out there, both Chad and I, we're big. Uh, we don't bet, but we love to talk betting. We know betting. Yeah. So a uh, little context. I used to like, uh, you know, obviously not for chat, chat notes, but like for the listeners, I used to work at the Las Vegas Review Journal, which was, um, you know, obviously the most read sports section for the betting lines in the country. So I used to type all the betting lines, all the stats editor. So that's how I got big into betting. And the over under this season for Niners win total 10 and a half. What do you, how do you feel about that? I think, I think the odds, you know, Right now are uh, minus odds for them to go above. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that? Do you think 10 and a half is a good number? Would you take that over even like you're not taking money on it? I would take that over. Yeah. Because the thing about the Niners this year, their division's brutal, but they mm-hmm. came in last place in the division last year. So they're playing the bottom dwellers from every other division in the NFC. True. So those weeks when they're playing, they're usually playing the pack. They're usually playing good teams. They're usually playing the Bucks. They're usually playing... I mean, no one's good in the NFC East, but they're usually playing those good teams. They're not this year. This year, mm-hmm. I think we have the Jets, or we had the Jets last year too. But this mm-hmm. year, I think we have bad. We have worse teams because we came. Which I didn't know. Did you know how that's how they schedule? I'm be honest. This is the first I ever heard of it. So <laughs> this is this is again Lewis last week. By the way, um, the show that I thought that I thought he was at was High Road Day. That was the show mm-hmm. that I couldn't remember in my head. But for the concert that I thought he was at, it was High Road Day. But he told me that. If you finish first in your division, you play like the three other teams in your division twice. Then you play the first place team in the North, first place team in the East, first place team in the South. So the three other divisions, those are now what, nine games. And then before the stop, you played one division from the other, other side, four more games. And then you played your primetime games or your whatever. So he said, that's how the schedule is made, which is interesting, but it make. I believe that's how it's done. I could be completely talking out of my ass, but I think I that's that, the case. That makes sense now. I wish I had just made it up. <laughs> yeah, that would have been better. Other, other, yeah, I mean, like, I know they choose, like, different divisions, like, to play whole other divisions, but the other ones, that they just made it up. 
but mm-hmm. that makes a lot. It makes a lot more sense to have a formula to it. And that's how they will get it done. Yeah, so yeah. given that, yeah, you know, ten and a half does seem like a decent number. Yeah, I think that's also right where the line should be though. Because if it was yeah. eleven and a half, I don't think I'd take the over. Yeah, so. seven, 17 games now, so that would mean for you yeah, to win when you bet seven. Eleven and six. Yeah, eleven and six, which I yeah, think can happen. Yeah, and you win. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah, because they just gotta pretty much like you said, beat up on the bad teams and then split the division and yeah. that number. So mm-hmm. and then uh should we get into our fan questions now? Absolutely. All right, so we have one from Anthony Silvera, former compadre. Yeah, compadre of uh, Chad. Also, this question is pretty much a collaborative with uh, Nick Marquez, my compadre from law school. Shout out to you, Nick. There we go. They had, like, the same question, so. He wanted to to know what we think the best helmets in football are. I'm I'm blowing this up to go college as well Mm -hmm. because we have to. Um. But, I mean, maybe we should start NFL. I don't like the NFL helmets. I don't think there are any real good ones. I have one that I like. I mean, of course, of course, the Niners, you know, whatever. Get that, that out of the way. That is a classic helmet, objectively. I like the Dolphins. The Dolphins okay. helmet I like. I like that, that they took a, cool a chance. Helmet. I like the colors. Yeah. I like all that. So that's that's the one that I really like in the in the NFL. You know, in terms of NFL, um, I mean, you got the classics, like, Chiefs, the Niners, uh, Raiders. I think, yeah, the Raiders. But my favorite is the Chargers. Yeah, that lightning bolt. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just a. To be honest, I'm a slut for lightning bolts. So <laughs> anything with a lightning bolt, I'm like, oh, looks dope. <laughs> so when you put a char- when you put a Chargers helmet with baby blue and yellow on it, then I'm like, whoa. There you go. So yeah, I'll probably take that in the NFL. And then for NCAA, I mean, maybe top few. Those Maryland helmets are always sick with the yeah, with the weird checkered always, pattern in the silver. Yeah. So is that the Maryland state flag? Is that where they get it from? I'm not even sure. I just yeah. know that Vernon Davis went there and they have cool helmets. Yeah. I'm pretty um, sure it's the Maryland state flag. Yes, fire. And then the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Ooh. Underrated coolest helmet in the in the yeah. entire NCAA. So fire. Yeah. It's so fire. So good. Yeah, it's absolutely unreal. Also, ASU deserves an honorable mention that that little fork. With mm-hmm. Fire on it, the flame. Not bad, not bad. Thing, pretty fire. Um, I really, really, really love, you know, like some of the classic helmets. Like I love the Ohio State helmet. It's just like, you know, yeah, just if, silver and red with like the little Buckeye stickers. If, if we're going marks. classic, I'm probably going not. I mean LSU. Their color yeah, scheme, true, true. Yeah, the or purple and Michigan. yellow. How do you feel about the Michigan one? I know that one can be. A, I don't a, like the thing at the front. I don't yeah. like the how it has like the lining on the front. I don't like. I like the stripe. I like the yeah. colors, but well, I don't but, like that. But what is the thing? Like, I still don't understand what that is. So it's yeah. supposed to represent like Wolverine. I don't know. I don't get it. They're not very ferocious as of late. Exactly. So we'll see. But and every helmet's a good helmet. I, I really, I really do believe that they're. Uh, they're. I, I went to UNLV. Those are some pretty bad. Helmets. Those were. <laughs> those are bad helmets. Yeah. You, you see that? Really oh helmets. well, Tate Martell's hurt, but. You guys got Tate Martell now, so that should be fun. Yeah, yeah. So you know, shout out to all my Vegas people back there. They're having, uh, you know, people in Vegas love Vegas. So anything Vegas, even Vegas like ancillary related, they're like Vegas. So you know, they're <laughs> all excited about Tate Martell. It's the reason this dude came back is because he's yeah. not good. San Jose State won their first game, forty-five to fourteen. Let's get go. it. They're probably, against... they're probably going to win the Mountain West this year. They they look nasty, so I'm excited. Yeah. Everyone everyone came back, the whole team, whole squad. Yeah, so they were, they were pretty good. Yeah, I like them a lot. but I like San Jose State's helmet too, for obvious reasons. But I think if I'm going classic. I forgot this one, but I'm going USC. I love that Ooh, helmet. I love that USC helmet. Fan. How did I forget about that? Yeah, 
That's a good that's helmet. Bigness on my part. Yeah, that's a great helmet as well. And then um, one of the 1700 helmets Oregon has used. The oh yeah. pick, pick one. The the reflective, I like. I like the chrome. With with the wings. Yeah. Like with the wings on it. That's yeah. absolutely unreal. It's a sick um, helmet. That's a sick yeah. helmet. I'm trying to think, what are some other good helmets? I feel like we're missing some. Some egregious ones. Ooh, the classic, the classic Miami hurricane. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You on it? That's fire. We're just yeah. Not, not the new ones. New ones are pretty trash. Yeah, we'll like, do we'll do something with college football now. Maybe next week, with week yeah. one happening. Week zero already happened by then. San Jose State's playing USC this weekend, so That'll we'll be, see. It should be fun. Barn burner. Barn burner. I mean, look, but, USC is fuck. No, I'm a USC fan. They're fucking trash. So you yeah. guys, you guys are actually a good. Mountain we West beat Arkansas team, so. a couple years ago, then stole their quarterback and won the Mountain West. Exactly. So, so could be could be a sneaky. Uh, your shit's happening game for you for USC. Uh, yeah. Also, you know, shout out to the Mountain West. I think they got a top quarterback prospect this year, right? Who quarterback? Oh yeah, I read about yeah, that. Garino. So you know, just for context for everybody, because I went to UNLV. Um, you know, everybody likes to refer to the University of Nevada, Reno, as Nevada. All right. Yeah. There's two. There's two universities in Nevada. Mm-hmm. It's known as Reno. UNR. It's not just Nevada. All right. So fun fact, guys. I got screamed out on Twitter about that. Really? Oh, it wasn't them. It was Cal. I, I was oh, calling Cal. them University of California, Berkeley. Yeah, like, we're Cal. And I'm like, well, like, well, there's a bunch of colleges in California, actually. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you're the whole system of yeah. Cal's. But they yelled at me on Twitter. This was in like 2015. And then I sent them a screenshot of calberkeley.com and then sent a mm-hmm. zoom in to the link. And it was ucberkeley.com. I'm like, Oof. so even, even your website says you're wrong. Exactly. But um, yeah. Anyways, I agree with you. It's stupid, but there is one in every state. Every state has one. Like even fucking New Hampshire has one. True. True. Connecticut has one. Alabama. But yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, so that's that with that one. Thank you for the question, Anthony. Appreciate it. Hopefully you're doing well out there. He's in San Jose. And then Sean, my boy back from college as well. He's living in San Diego. And he asked a question that's interesting, especially with what happened last night. He wanted us to discuss Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley, Logan Paul, and if celebrity boxing is kind of ruining boxing. And so we have interesting opinions here just because I am not a boxing guy. I've watched 10 maybe fights in my whole life. And Wiz, you are a boxing guy. So this will be good. What's your opinion on this? I feel like we should have the more educated one first. So um, just for a little context, also, first of all, I fucked up. Um, the last question was not um, co-written by Nick Marquez. It was this question. So shout out to you, Nick. Um, he wanted us to talk about Jake Paul and the Paul brothers and their effect on boxing. So a little context for everybody. My father, when I was a kid, he wrote for FightNews.com in like the heyday of like Vegas boxing when it was like, you know, prime Pacquiao, prime Mayweather, um, post-prime slash late-prime Oscar De La Hoya, um, Ricky Hatton, and anybody who remembers him. So, like, when I was a kid, I got to go to a lot of crazy title fights. Like, I was there for, like, De La Hoya, Pacquiao. I was there for Floyd Mayweather against Zab Judah. So I've grown up, like, a big boxing fan, and I've always loved boxing. But obviously, it has not been the same in probably 15 years. So seeing, you know, people get excited about boxing again is cool, you know, from, like, an awareness of the sport perspective. But to you know from a technical perspective like these fights are a joke like that fight last night was horrible to watch if like 
I actually know like a little bit about like boxing, boxing strategy. Like my God, like people who are like think the Paul brothers are good at all. Like if you put these dudes against like just like actual amateur fighters, not even like professionals, just like real amateur fighters who have aspirations to be pro, they would get knocked the fuck out in the first round. These dudes are trash at boxing. The technical fighting, they don't have any punch power. They don't have any hand speed or like you know instincts. They just they suck. But, I mean, they can promote the fuck out of a fight, so what am I going to say, you know? But I just sound like the old man shouting from the porch. <laughs> so what do you think from the... Uh, so, I mean, in the last... I watched Mayweather-Pacquiao. I watched... I can't even think of a fight I watched before that. I've watched UFC cards. Mm-hmm. I've watched uh, Triple G. I watched him fight somebody probably a couple years ago. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I watched Mayweather-McGregor. I watched Logan Paul and Mayweather. I watched, you know, I I personally am, first of all, everyone who says that Jake Paul and Logan Paul aren't real fighters, they're all saying like, oh, well, they need to fight a real boxer. If they fight a real boxer, then they'll lose. If they fight a real boxer, then we'll know. You're losing the argument. You're losing the argument because they are a real boxer. Because if they have to fight another real boxer and lose to be proven to be a real boxer, that then they already lost because forever it was well he's not even fighting athletes he's fighting youtubers then he knocked out nate robinson he's not fighting fighters then he knocked out ben Askren. he's not fighting strikers and then he beat tyron woodley and like you know i didn't watch a lot of that fight i know that jake paul won from everything i read i know that he deserved to win on points but i also know that he got rocked and that was the that was the clip that went around and he was back on the when he was back on the ropes and I just I mean, look. I, w- I will give him this. He can take a punch. Like yeah, he he can take a punch. Like definitely. Like kudos to you, you Jake Paul, for t- being able to take a punch. I respect that. Like you said, you know, like he is obviously a fighter. Like he, like he has the technical skills to step into a ring and not embarrass himself on national television for sure. Mm-hmm. I was speaking more from the perspective of like you know, because I mean maybe I just live in a weird part of Twitter, but I'm starting to see like you know sort of like a groundswell for him to like move towards like becoming certified and like a professional, professional which he should fighter. that's that's yeah. the natural progression yeah so like you know i'm speaking more of a perspective of like you know him and his talents like if he's gonna like do that there's gonna have to be a lot of growth in his mm. skill set and his fighting ability because i mean like you know but you know these are i mean i guess they're technically considered like exhibition matches right like yeah you know, not towards professional records or anything so, like, he's going to have to, like, really, really dedicate himself. He wants to, like, start going towards that. But, I mean, you can't really put a price on, you know, the, the ability to promote a fight. He can promote the fuck out of a fight. Well, and the problem is the boxing world is split. And the problem is right. there is no boxing world. The problem is that boxing doesn't have a Dana White. Dana White, you can hate him. And I don't, I don't particularly like him. But the only reason the UFC is where it is is because of Dana White. Exactly. And, and also the only reason, not the only reason, but like a big reason why Jake Paul exists right now is because the last two fires he had, UFC fighters, the UFC doesn't pay their fighters shit. Mm-hmm. A big reason why McGregor went in box because he needed that payday. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, Jake Paul kind of found like a like an, like an inefficiency in the system, and he's taking full advantage. And I'll, I'll credit him for that, for finding his bag and finding his niche. Sure. And I mean, Mayweather just fought and I didn't even know he fought. I didn't know yeah. he fought till after. And I saw this thing. that was like, is this the end for Mayweather? I'm like, what the fuck happened? 
yeah, he yeah. just lost a fight. And like Mayweather was the biggest thing on the planet. And mm-hmm. the boxing, and I don't know if it's still this way, but I think you have the WBO, the WBC, you have all these mm-hmm. different organizations that all use different testing and they're all ridiculous. And you have different weight classes and different categories. It's just so goddamn confusing right yeah it would make a lot more sense if there was one centralized one centralized group that oversaw everything and then boxing might become something that's viable again but i'm not gonna watch a boxing fight there's yeah, no way not like- i'm not gonna pay unless unless it's a huge name and right now the huge names are doing these fights so why would i pay boxing exactly so like uh you know as like a purist uh the reason for like you know the Kind of the clutter of work boxing organizations is like pretty much like you know it's just how it was back in the day and like these uh these old guys like you know holding on to this uh you know this this form of promotion that doesn't exist like nobody cares about the difference between the wbo and the wbc welterweight title like you said like it's a uh, it's all fugazi fucking nobody gives a fuck it's all about like attracting attention who can make shit more entertaining i mean that's like technically how it used to be you know like way back you know, Muhammad Ali was out. I mean, he's obviously the goat, but like, you know, the reason he became the goat and that people realized how good he was because he promoted the fuck out of some fights. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, and he was he need of dodged the draft like and yeah, he, he did. The draft, yeah, but like, I mean, like you had Don King back in the day. Um, I can't remember Delahoya's promoter, but he was big time, like in the early 2000s. That's how that's how you got like a Floyd Mayweather and people like that and a Pacquiao. It's like you know, these promoters were like good at promoting. But there's mm-hmm. nobody like that anymore who like is polarizing enough to like bring well, either get you to love or hate fighters. And my problem is, you know, I I know I wouldn't say next to nothing about boxing. I know about boxing what an average sports fan knows about boxing. Mm-hmm. I would say I know the the thrill in Manila and the rumble in the jungle, and I know these fights from the '60s and '70s that were massive cultural events. I know that sports radio was really founded because of boxing. And because people wanted to cover that. And I know that these guys, my problem with the blue check mark brigade and all the guys who think boxing is still as good as it is. And all these guys who also shit on Jake Paul, no one's talking about boxing. If it isn't for Jake Paul, no uh, one. Yes. And that's, that's, that's my I, problem. Yeah. I think that's my, maybe, maybe, I'm, you know, it seems like a soul searching moment for your boy right here. <laughs> uh, maybe I dislike him so much because what you're saying is true. Like, you know, the sport that I love, like, it's dead, really. And I think a big reason that it's dead is because, like, you know, the primal appeal of boxing is, like, you know, it kind of goes back to, like, the Roman gladiator shit. Yeah. Like, we have, like, we have a desire to watch people, like, damn near kill each other in the ring, and we're getting that desire filled by a better and more entertaining product in the UFC. So, like, it's kind of occupied the space that boxing once occupied in, like, the sports entertainment realm. And, you know, boxing has done a poor job responding now we're a generation past since the ufc you know got popping and it's just it's never gonna go back you know well and it's it's like an adjacent superior exactly it's an adjacent point but the similar thing happens in hockey because whenever hockey goes viral it's some big huge line brawl where Mm -hmm. five guys are fighting and that happens once a year and people love that shit and i i'm indifferent on it i Mm -hmm. i understand it and i know it's part of the game and I respect it because the players want it there. They tried to ban fighting a few years ago. The players voted 97% to keep it. So the players want it in the game. And 
serves a purpose and the average fan, the casual fan, even a, a pretty good fan wouldn't understand the purpose it serves. You have to be around the guys and really listen to them talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I hate that that's the reason people watch, watch hockey is for the fights right. that bothers me. And it's kind of the same thing that you might hate that some 14 year old girl is watching boxing because they're, you hate that they're watching it because of Jake Paul. Right. You don't hate that they're watching boxing. I love that they're watching hockey. But I hate that that's why. It's the same with Fairweather fans. It's the same with a whole bunch of things that you're like, I like the, I enjoy the support for the team, but I do not enjoy why you're supporting them. Exactly. So, so I think my, that's, yeah. yeah my, uh, really quick before we wrap this up, my question for you is, you know, if Jake were to start heading towards like, you know, becoming certified and really becoming like a real amateur and then a real professional, uh, do you think that would take away from like his kind of, uh, his shtick you know because right now his shtick is like beating up famous people well here's like here's my thing that's always an option Mm -hmm. right you can always come yeah yeah and you know him and logan also have the bag when they fight you know they're gonna fight exactly at some point and whenever they fight each other that's gonna be sold for a billion dollars you know and i mean jake has a showtime boxing contract right that's as legitimate as it gets showtime is damn near the only place that covers boxing so exactly I, I think you, I think that Jake has been very strategic with who he's picked. You know, the striker he picked wasn't a current champion. He was 37 or whatever he is. He's 35. He's older. So, and I believe that Jake will eventually try that. I believe that he'll try it. If he loses, he'll just go right back to this. And if he wins, he'll say, I told you so. Logan, I think stays in this area forever. In this lane, okay, yeah. Oh, oh, Logan's owned two. He's lost yeah. to two YouTubers, like, and he's a little. Uh, he seems a little more mild and tame than Jake. Well, Jake's just nuts. Yeah, Jake is <laughs> like, you know, Jake. It's 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 an act, but it's not. I don't know if um, who was it that that TikTok fight that happened? He was like slashing some guy's tires, some guy's Lamborghini, wearing yeah. the black Air Force Ones, like. <laughs> Jake, Jake's about that. <laughs> but oh, I'm dead. That sounds late. <laughs> well, that's just that's that's just yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how it develops. But you know, in terms of uh, the fight last night, I mean, I'll probably gonna watch the rematch. I I understand why Tyron took a dive so he could set up the rematch. So yeah. Well, I guess he didn't really take a dive. You know, he was like out there. But, you know, I'm interested to see, like, you know, somebody is going to, you know, come in. You know, because obviously he's going to set up another fighter after Tyron. So it's me mm-hmm. to see who it is. I wonder if somebody's going to come at him and just, you know, just try and knock him out. It was really funny because I was trying to go on Twitter after because I didn't watch the fight. I went on Twitter and saw Skip Bayless tweeted, um, whoever scored this fight for Jake Paul should, or whoever scored this pipe fight for Tyron Woodley should be banned forever. It was clearly Paul. And I'm like, oh, Paul must have smashed him. And I was like, wait, it was Skip Bayless. And I had to yeah. like think about it. I'm like, is He's he trolling? Like, is yeah, this, exactly. what, what's going on here? What's going on, Skip? Skip. But yeah, but yeah. yeah, the boxing talk, you know, I don't know enough about boxing to really make an informed opinion. I do understand the internet. I understand why Jake Paul's doing this. And I also understand that the prize jewel of the fighting sport is one of the shittiest human on the planet. That's Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. He also just fought a YouTuber. So that's, that's where the state of boxing is. That's he also 
fought some Japanese amateur a few years ago. That was crazy. But anyways, so that's that. That's the first part of the show. Um, let's go right into part number two, unless you want to take a break here, Wiz. But uh, let's keep it rolling. It's week one of the NFL coming up next week. I don't even know who the Niners play, to be honest with you. But it'll be fun. We're going to talk about the last week of the NFL season. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about snacks you want to bring to the Super Bowl party. So this is pretty simple. You walk into a Super Bowl party, something under both arms, something under one arm. What are you bringing? What's what's yeah. your go-to? Why are you bringing it and why? And I will say before anyone starts yelling at me, I do not eat meat. So my list, I'm not putting something on my list that I'm not going to eat. So my list is going to be a little different. It's going to be a little different. And Wiz can have, you know, what's what's the what's the Arby's? All we got the meats. That yeah, that could be Wiz here. I'm definitely down for the Arby's diet comes triple Sunday, but you know there is strategy <laughs> to the snacks that you want to bring to the party. Yeah. So I'm oh yeah. I just see our draft. I think I went first last week. Yeah. I think you're up. You're up, my guy. All right, and then and then the last pick, by the way, last pick is going to be what we don't what we don't want to bring. Just so you know, so the the last pick is what we don't want to bring. Yeah, we're so, talking like when you're at the party and your homie walks in and they got this shit, you're like, what the fuck. You're like, bro, what are we? Bro, come, on come on now. Yeah. Um, Just put it in the back so that we don't see. All right, but I'll, I'll keep track of everything, Chad. You go first. All right, all right. So my first one is going to be a simple one. It's going to take me back to college. It's going to be a 30 rack. I think mm. a 30 rack is good. A 30 rack keeps the party going. I don't really drink very much anymore, mm-hmm. but I do like having beer because you can just have one and you can pretty easily control how much you really want to drink. Where if you get a mixed drink with some vodka or some hard alcohol in it, you don't know what you're getting really. Like you can, you could be signing up for a rough night. You're not really sure, but the 30 rack I love because it also promotes drinking games. Drinking games are still fun. I don't care. Anyone says they're childish, especially, still a especially at a Super Bowl party. I mean, obviously like we're both huge football fans. So we're going to be locked on the game, mm-hmm. but when you bring something to Super Bowl, you're not bringing it for you. You're not going to be the only one, you know, mm-hmm. consuming this thing. So I love that you brought 30 rack for the, for the squad for the party. That's yeah. awesome. The question is what brand of beer? Yeah. I was just about to say, you can't bring, if you bring heavy beer, you're an asshole. Right. I mean, I'm just going to come right out and say it. If you're bringing a 30 rack of Bud Heavy, I almost yeah. feel like I just don't like you. No um, I'm So I'm going if it's a 30 rack. I'm probably going. I'm probably going shitty beer, to be honest. I'm probably right. either going PBR. Okay, I think is probably what I'd go with PBR. Classic. Because most of the beer that I like, if I'm going to get beer, I'm going Bud Light Platinum, to be honest with you. My God, thank you. Yeah, I love thank Platinum. You. Somebody said it. Somebody yeah. said it. I've been saying this for years. Yeah, it's, I love it. The shit is 6% alcohol, yeah. three grams of carbs. Yeah, no, I'm with it. Get it. All I'm right, with it. Thank you. I'm, that, that makes me but, happy. But they don't, they don't have 30 racks, so we need 30 rack. I would say, I would say that. I'm a big Mexican beer guy, too. I love Tecate. Tecate Ooh, is bomb. My shit. Um, it just depends. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's my number one. I'm bringing a 30 rack for the, for the boys, for the girls, for everybody. What are you bringing? That, that is awesome. So my, my number one, you know, it's an underrated part of a Super Bowl party. The reason I'm picking it first is because, you know, you're going to eat this first to like, you know, get the party started. Hot wings. I mean, like, you know, I feel like every chicken is terrified of Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. So many goddamn hot wings to consume, Mm -hmm. but I'm bringing hot wings, but I'm bringing the mild flavor, specifically okay. the mild um, ones from Wingstop. There you Shout go. Shout out to my guy, Rick Ross. 
hot wings mild because you know I, I recognize not everybody has a spice tolerance of your boy. So mm-hmm. I'm going hot wings for my my first pick. There you go. That's a good pick. Obviously, I can't relate. I yeah. I or, don't. Or bu- buffalo cauliflower wings fits here too. Just anything. <laughs> I yeah. don't. And it's it's weird because you know I didn't stop eating meat until I was twelve or thirteen. So I ate most things. I do not have any memories of eating buffalo wings. I just don't. And so I, I don't. I, I'm sure I did, but I just don't have any memories of it. So I couldn't tell you what that's like. Um, yeah. Have you tried buffalo? The cauliflower buffalo wings. Though? Those are really good. Yeah, I've tried. There's. Uh, I like buffalo flavor. I like yeah, buffalo yeah. sauce, so I imagine yeah. I'd like it. Yeah. But anyways, they, call, they like they like deep fried, like roasted, and they see it like buffalo sauce. It's so fire. It is good. Yeah. It's just for me, I don't. I just I have enough things I like that aren't trying to be meat. True. Like true. yeah, like yeah. I've just gotten used to eating other shit. So I think yeah, I'm just yeah. I think I'm just cool. But <laughs> yeah, uh, my number two, that. my number two is a staple. It's gonna be at every. It's gonna be at every party. You're absolutely gonna put a piece on your plate. It's pizza. Pizza. It, it's old. It's old reliable, right? You're yeah. always you're always gonna have some light beer. You're always gonna have a slice of pizza. I feel like that's the whole point of the Super Bowl, and. On the flip side, if you're ever trying to have like a cheap party, you can get some pizza, you can get some beer in there. It's not going to be too expensive. Um, I like it. And it's also for my going away party, what I did, because of course I just moved out here for my party going away and slash graduation because I couldn't have one for my actual graduation. I told everybody to bring a pizza. So I bought like three or four pizzas and then told everybody to bring one ended up being awesome because there was just a whole bunch of pizza, a whole bunch of drinks. It was a good time. Everyone loves pizza. You don't meet people who don't like pizza, really. It's the it's the perfect, like, handheld party food because, like, nobody's going to judge you if you eat it with your hands, you know, or, mm-hmm. like, eat it and walk around. Like, you know, if you get, like, a, my, my last pick, if you eat some buffalo wings, like, walking around the party without a plate. I'm, you're a sicko. Yeah, you're yeah. a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, but, like, no you just grab a slice of pizza and, like, walk around and, you know kick it with the boys and like not be like a plate and it's 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 mobile it's delicious i mean it's a classic that's a great pick that is mm-hmm. i can't believe that last was the third overall pick that yeah was, yeah that was, that was a great pick all right so for my number two you know this we've already gone pizza we've gone beer we've gone hot wings so we gotta like you know keep it a little healthy fruit plate fruit plate fruit plate I'm, I'm you took one plate. of mine oh you all thought right. that was yours okay that's the first time that's happened no, really? you're good. You're good. That's yeah, a draft. This, 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 yeah, no, we've done this a few times. And yeah. We've never had somebody take one. Yeah, fruit plate. Fruit plate's mine. Um, you know, I'm not a big celery guy or carrot guy, so I wasn't going to choose a veggie plate. Mm-hmm. Fruit plate, you know, you eat it. It's sweet, but it's not too sweet. You feel okay after. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's like you go, you get like a slice of pizza, you get some soda, you get some beer, and then it's like, I'm going to take two strawberries just to eat Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my, sins, my sins are atoned because yeah. I ate it. I ate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. Um, okay, so yeah, that was mine. That was second that was pick. yours. So my my third pick, and there's a caveat with this one because it can't be the store brand stuff. A good five layer dip. Ooh. I'm going with that. Five layer dip is massively underrated. So, I love it. I love it. So that's that's mine. Cheese, it's gonna be you got the cheese, the sour cream. Yeah, yeah. You got the the chives. You got it's yeah. it's always good. It's always good. So that's that's gonna be my third pick that's a a, third pick a good five layer dip so good five layer dip not from the store brand and Mm -hmm. then to go off of that you know i'm also gonna have a caveat with this it kind of plays off your your third pick i'm going the tostitos 
lime flavored. Oh yeah, tortilla chips. They're so good. Yes, I think I could. Ones. I think I could main. I think I could mainline those. They're so yeah, exactly. good. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, and no, that's and that's also has it has to be. be, and that's also like there's not a lot of tortilla chips that I can just eat. I can just eat yeah. those. I don't even Straight need up. dip. No salsa, no guac either. You just fucking eat. I could pound the whole bag. Mm-hmm. So this is where this is where you kind of put me. You put me on my heels here because what I was gonna right. pick fourth overall, I was gonna pick watermelon slices. Oh, because uh, those those are fire. But the fruit I mean, plate, it's too close. So yeah, I, I gotta okay. take something different. I gotta take something different. I'm gonna go with one that we mentioned spice. We mentioned other things. I'm gonna go with jalapeno poppers. Ooh. The problem with this, you can't really home make them. So you got to get them from somewhere. Jalapeno poppers are fire, though. I love jalapeno poppers. My one problem, I can never find a sauce I like with them because you can't really, it, it doesn't fit any of the sauces that I particularly enjoy. No, but I do. This one I've had is like a sour cream. That would be pretty good. Yeah, that would be pretty good. We'll have, we'll have a, a million honorable mentions here. Oh, too. for sure. But that's my fourth pick. So my next pick is going to be something I don't want. But what's, what, what's yeah. your next pick? So, so this is my last pick of, of things that I want. Uh, you know, wrap up the draft perfectly. You know, you had the third rack of PBR. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Super Bowl parties, you know, your boy here likes to party. Yeah. <laughs> Bottle of 1942. There you go. There you go. Because, I, you know, that's only on Super Bowl Sundays, though. Only on Super Bowl Sundays do I pull that out. I recognize that it might cost a little more, but it's, you only get, that's, that's really the only, you know, we have fucking Christmas. Fourth of July, you know, respect the veterans, Memorial Day, and all that shit. The only real holiday that we have as Americans where we all celebrate it is Super Bowl. Yeah. And I'm pulling out that for real. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, yeah, sure. All right, so before we move on, um, just with fans, I'm going to run it back. So, Chad, raw pick, you went 30 rack of PBR, the number two pizza, number three non-grocery store, five-layer dip. Yeah, gotta be homemade. Gotta be homemade. Jalapeno poppers, sauce to be determined. And then for me, I went uh, hot wings, or you know, shout out to all my vegans out there, you know, trying to save the planet. Uh, Cauliflower wings, mild buffalo. That's my first overall pick. Uh, You know, gotta keep it light and tight with the fruit plate. Third overall, lime tortilla Tostitos chips. And then, you know, to be bougie, 1942 Don Julio. So now we go to the one snack that each of us don't want. And so this is, it's hard for me because I, I think I'm going to go, am I going to be, I think I have to be controversial here and it it contradicts. No, I don't know how to put this. I don't like spinach artichoke dip. I, I, I hate it. Thank you. Thank you. And so, and so I would say anyone who brings that or actually I kind of want to change that. I'm going to go hummus. Ooh. Hummus tastes like feet. <laughs> it's I'm, hummus. I've, it tastes it's, like feet. I love and I love how people their rationales. You have to dip pita chips in it. I'm like pita chips are yeah. gross too. How are we gonna have? What are we like? If you preface any food that I have to eat it in a certain setting, it's probably not. Yeah, and yeah, if there's if there's contingencies to me liking it, then it's probably mm-hmm. not that good. Yeah, but yeah, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with I guess bad dips. I don't know because it's both of those. Because spinach artichoke dip is not good. Neither is hummus. So I'm going to go with those. I'm going to go with combo of those two for what I don't want to bring. Yeah, those are in the same family. I'll give that one to you. So uh, in terms of like what I don't want to see someone pull up with, 
do not, for the love of God, you pull up to any Super Bowl party or anything, do not pull up with like a real like cake. A real cake? Nobody, nobody for dessert wants to like sit down and have a slice of hearty white or yellow cake. You know what well, I'm saying? Like we're not celebrating anything. We're not celebrating anything. If you want to bring some cookies and some sweets and shit, but leave the cakes, leave the pies at home. This is not the place. Yeah. Right? This is not your little brother's fifth birthday at fucking John's Incredible Pizza. Okay. <laughs> or we're not blowing out candles in the fourth quarter. All right. Give me the cookies. Give me, you know, maybe like a turnover, an apple turnover, maybe some churros, anything that can be handheld. Don't make me sit down with the plate. It's a Super Bowl party. I'm supposed to be up. I'm supposed to be active. Yeah, I would go to with anything that's really labor intensive to eat. Exactly. Right? Because yeah. even even like peanuts, peanuts at a football game, great. But you're trying like to eat peanuts at a party? party? Like, I don't think so. Exactly. We got crack open shell and everything. Mm-hmm. Like that. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah, the only the only other thing I had for my I guess we'll do honorable mentions for this one. Yeah, yeah. The only other thing I had is anything that smells horrible. Oh, like sauerkraut objectively oh, smells god. bad. Oh god! Like we can't we can't have sauerkraut in this party. We just can't. no fish. Don't bring the fish. Yeah, I like I like fish. I like to eat fish. Mm-hmm. Don't bring it to the Super Bowl party. Only only yeah. acceptable way: smoked salmon with crackers. That is acceptable as an appetizer. That's, oh yeah, for sure. That's a you know that's like if you're going to like a white college Super Bowl party. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. Maybe yeah. maybe a little. Uh, like there's there's if, if there's at least three Teslas there, yeah. in the driveway, then you can. Yeah, bring exactly. That. <laughs> If, the, if there's a maid that lets you in the door, we're okay with that. With yeah. that scenario with the sandwich. But I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah, don't bring anything stinky. Uh, I was also going to say, you know, don't try and bring anything that's, like, too far off the beaten path part. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah, don't don't bring me, like, your grandmother's homemade chicken pot pie recipe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, leave that at home. Like, don't make mm-hmm. fuck your family. All right? Fuck your traditions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to get drunk to watch football. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Does that make you a piece of shit? Maybe. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, so that's that's our not. What about for our what we do like? I have a bunch yeah. of things that I would say to bring. One that we didn't take, but I, we kind of took all the adjacent ones. Just chips and salsa. Chips and salsa that's are nice. great. Chips and guac are great. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we already picked dips, and we picked dips we didn't like. So, yeah, so we we, we kind of ran that through. Um, we danced around it. You want to know something that maybe I'm crazy here? Do you? Is buffalo chicken dip a big part of Super Bowl parties here? I don't think it is. It's not, but it should be. I've, I've had it. I've seen the Super Bowl parties, and it's really good. So I always, I always ask around when I do these things, when yeah. we do these, you know, just like, a, hey, what's up? What do you think? Yeah. And I asked my roommate, who's from Philadelphia, or he's from around Philadelphia, I guess, and he said, oh, you got to pick buffalo chicken dip. You got to. I'm like, I have never had buffalo chicken dip in my entire life. It's really good. Is it? Yeah, is it? Like it a lot. Yeah, yeah and I don't know. Maybe it's, you're just... right. it's not. It's not very ubiquitous. It's a, yeah. it's a sleeper. But I like your group where your roommate's going. Anything yeah. Buffalo related, I'm down for it. And like you said, I'll, yeah. I'll drink some fucking drink. I'm down. I'm <laughs> and uh, one thing that I do, I do remember from when I did eat meat that I love pigs in a blanket. I was I gonna would... say pigs in a blanket, right? <laughs> I was literally gonna say that right now. Once you stop saying yeah. yes, pigs in a blanket are a fucking great football. Yeah. Fire, absolutely yeah. fire. Uh, kind of related pigs in a blanket, but I was gonna say I don't like hot dogs. But I know, yes, I know you guys are always gonna kill me. I don't like hot dogs, but hot links. Run mm, there you go. Some grilled Louisiana hot links. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. At a Super Bowl party, I'd be good. 
And I know we said like the messy food and all that shit doesn't fly. I think the one thing that does fly though, mac and cheese. If you have homemade yeah. mac and cheese, yeah. Yeah, no, that that's mac and always. cheese. Always. It always yeah. plays. It always exactly. plays. Exactly. Always yeah. plays. It doesn't matter. Like I could be, I could Fourth be of July. It, it plays at Fourth of July. It plays at Christmas. It plays, it's versatile. It plays yeah, everywhere. I, exactly. I could be a, like, you know, a family member's funeral. You know, I'll be sad as fuck, but I'll still fucking mac and cheese. Them. <laughs> that's how it goes especially if it's good mac and cheese but yeah and i mean the only other thing i guess like if i would hate walking into a party with a veggie plate if there was already a veggie plate there i wouldn't yeah. want to be that guy you can't you can't be the dual veggie plate guy well and the other thing too is i personally don't like uncooked vegetables i just don't mm-hmm. like there are some that i'll eat like i'll eat green beans i'll eat like some that are uncooked but I just, I'm just personally, especially if it's a party, like I'm probably not going to touch the veggie plate. I'm just not. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just, I'm, I'm a fuck with what I like on the party. And then, you know, I eat my veggies, but I cook right. them first. No, exactly. Like, you know, I like a good roasted broccoli. So don't bring that shit to me straight off. Yeah. Like, off you know, I was lucky enough to be born when we had stoves. So I, cook <laughs> shit. Like, I ain't trying to go back. Exactly. Also, I just realized one egregious miss was mozzarella sticks. Yeah. I was thinking that too. There's like a few in that category, like mozzarella sticks, nachos. Um, Yeah. There's, there's a bunch that are there. It's all kind of the same shit. It's all kind of the same food. And it's also kind of like, they're all tailgate foods too, which we could have done as well. The Mm -hmm. crucials for a tailgate, but yeah, fun stuff. Super Bowl this year should be fun. It's in a few months. It's going to be snowing where I live. So that'll be interesting. Where's the, where's the Super Bowl at this year? I think it is LA. I think LA? I think that I think SoFi got it. Oh wow! Yeah, so I think I believe. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think it's so. Let me check. Let me double check when people are. Playing. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be. Oh, the one last thing we have to talk about was you know how there's always, always, always like oh the '93 Sonics versus the 2011 Warriors. Who would win? Yeah. I saw one of these and it was on Black Adam Schefter. Great page. <laughs> but uh saw one of these on black adam Schefter, and it had it had one that i actually really liked the 1996 bulls and the 2013 heat against the 2001 lakers and 2017 warriors it, yeah uh definitely the latter because like you think though that starting lineup it's gonna be what it's gonna be d wade and then mj then lebron then chris bosh and then either pippen or rodman yeah, and they're going to get, but they're, but they're going against. I mean, they're going against Curry, Clay, Kobe, Katie, and Shaq. So <laughs> that's going to be tough. Yeah, that's going to be tough. I mean, that that's a fun exercise for sure. But I mean, I'm taking the Curry, KD, yeah, Kobe. That's unreal. But I, I was looking at that, and that was one of the only ones. Usually, it's real quick. But I was looking at that, and I was like, fuck, I don't know who's winning that. To yeah, be and then you got, and then you got six man. Who would be the six man for that other team? Fucking like. Six man be like Dennis Rodman. That's terrible. yeah. But the six man for that Warriors Lakers team would be it'd be Iggy. Or it would be yeah. It'd be, it'd be Iggy who's a Finals MVP. Yeah. And then yeah. So I mean, I, I'm definitely taking the Warriors Lakers matchup. I do love though how they're like, oh, he shuts down LeBron. LeBron averaged like 35 points in the finals. He didn't <laughs> shut him down. Like let's be honest. Yeah. He here. he really it was more like his passing, his playmaking, and everything. Like his timely, you know. And Jr. Smith not knowing how to count that helped. That was. That was also very helpful. One sure. of the funniest things I've ever seen. That oh that goodness. clip, oh, yeah. loved it, loved Ross, it. Like, yeah, call time. And then he that clip when he asks Ty Lue, "Did we have a timeout?" 
He says yes. You knew he was gone. You knew oh, he yeah. wasn't playing there anymore. He's like, no I'm, shot. I'm He's like these dumb motherfuckers. I'm out. <laughs> but that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. Anyways, want to thank you guys all for tuning in again. And again, follow us on socials. Your podcast underscore OG. We're gonna keep pumping it. We're gonna keep trying to get this thing going. Thank you mm-hmm. to everyone who's already reached out. Thank you to everyone who's asked us questions. Thank you to Anthony Silvera and Sean Estes for this week. It was a lot of fun. And yeah, let us know what you want to hear. We don't know why you want to hear us or if you want to hear us, but we're going to keep talking. So yeah, I mean, you know, we're literally going international. Your podcast is going international next week. Oh, yeah. Next time you guys hear us talk, um, we're going to be in different time zones again. Your boy's going to be in Barcelona, but the grind doesn't stop. We got it. We're here to provide your people content. So tell oh, us yeah. what you want to hear, you know, so that way we can talk bullshit about bullshit y'all want to hear and And tell us what you want us to draft that's that's i think the thing that we want we want some help on i mean we can keep coming up with shit but i think it'll be a lot more fun i know there's a few we want to do we want to do an all-time nba draft i think we're going to get a fan in here a third person in here to do that absolutely just because it's fun and i'm excited for it but anyways wiz you got anything else before we sign off uh what was i gonna say you know uh just keep your mentals right. Keep your chickens right. Shout out to Marshawn Lynch. And, you know, we're both here just so that we don't get fined. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> if you guys keep working hard one day, you can get into Bishop Sycamore and then have a great college education. So we'll okay. talk to you guys soon. Thanks again. Follow us, your podcast underscore OG. See you next week. Thank you. Wash your damn hands. Peace. <laughs>